following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? This is Talkin' Cowboys. Streaming live from the Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star in Frisco. Hand off, Elliott plowing to the goal line. Barry sacked by Lord. Prescott keeps it, and he brings it into the touchdown. Here are Mickey Spagnola, Brian Broaddus, Rob Phillips, and Bill Jones. What's up? Welcome back to Oxnard, California. This is Talking Cowboys. Final week of training camp out on the West Coast. Starting off on a Monday. Joining us, thank you guys for the next hour. A few practices left for the Cowboys starting this afternoon. They'll roll it through Thursday, I believe, and then head home on Friday. Rob Phillips in the captain's chair. Filling in for Bill Jones is always joined by Brian Broaddus, Mickey Spagnola, and Nate Newton. So gracious to join us again. How are you, bud? Special I'm guest. great, man. I'm, you know, excited, man, to hear what you guys got to say, man, and chime in, you know, when I get opportunity. Oh, we're no. going to give you opportunity. Listen to this. I like will make time for you, Like buddy. you don't have an opinion, right? Right. No, I mean, I have an opinion, but, it, you know, it's just I like to hear what you guys have to say, the experts, and then a guy of novice. Oh, six-time Pro Bowl no, player. A novice such yeah. as myself, me yeah. and Rob. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh -huh. Me and Rob, yeah. we yeah. novice, man. He's sandbagging right now. Yeah. That's okay. Yeah. That's okay. We can't, allow, to, we can't allow this today. Don't try to yeah. soften us up. <laughs> i tell you what, fellas. It's been wild, man. I gotta hit the road today. You gotta hit the You're road. You're gonna leave yeah. today? Yeah, now today? Uh, that's why I'm doing this last show with y'all. Oh, closing man. it out. That's why I'm willing to listen. That's why I'm willing what? to be all ears. No, no, you've got a long drive ahead of you. There's a lot of listening going on there. Yeah, that's why you got Louis Lamore and <laughs> you got those books. You listen yeah. to Louis Lamore on tape? Oh, yeah. I've been doing that since I was six, man. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, man. Okay. I've learned some things about you. This yeah. trip with your taste in music. I love it all, man. Yeah. He loves Nate, 80s movies. You know, it, it's, it's funny because with Nate, he, I think Nate missed his calling. I think he could have been an overnight disc jockey at one of those, you know, for stations in Detroit nah, or man. Chicago. Not I mean, me. your taste in music is is unique in a way that I would not have thought that your taste with, uh, you know, Eddie and the Cruisers. Yeah. When I was, I was like, you're like, you know, we have Alexa. And Nate's, yeah. Nate's talk, by the way. You can by talk the about way, yeah. go to Amazon, your Amazon there's Echo. Your, yeah. Alexa, yeah, play Dallas layup. Cowboys. Yes, for your Cowboys news, exclusive content, including Brian yeah. Broaddus Q&As. But, yeah, Nate's yeah. been DJing Nate's for us. Nate's been DJing for us at night, and it's been it's actually really entertaining, the, the various music. It, well, it took about 12 times to get her name right. <laughs> Alexis. Yeah. Alexis. <laughs> Alexis. And Alexis. I was like, oh, no, Alexa. <laughs> Alexis, play Eddie and the Cruisers. She's got sensitive yeah. ears. Yeah. It's, it is straight. You know, when you, you, you it, it's a lot of it your upbringing, though. Yeah. You know, it's your various parts. You kind of you think, yeah. well, okay, well, how's music? Yeah, how does music affect me and stuff? But yeah, you have a good taste. Good taste in music. And he's got a good eye for practice. He does. And we're too. gonna we're yeah. gonna get into that. And the Cowboys have had a couple practices, I believe, since our last show. And one guy in particular has showed up and and looked pretty good. First time in camp. Number 94, Randy Gregory. Liking that? Let's start off with that. You know, my point on it was I didn't care how well he practiced, what he did in practice. The fact that he practiced after missing all that time and he's back in pads, I think is sort of a triumphanter itself. Uh, and then anything after that is gravy. And he actually started showing some of the signs we saw of, yeah, this guy can rush the quarterback. You know, yeah. if nothing else, he can rush the quarterback. And uh, so, yeah, I thought it was a good start for him. And, 
you know, when I think the players see that, Nate, you tell me, when you get an addition like that, I think it kind of juices everybody else up. Yeah, just a guy that you, you know, you're rooting for. He's just a guy that everybody's rooting for, so you feel good for him when you see him out there moving around with the team. Well, they had him in a nickel situation yesterday as playing that right defensive end. And, you know, it was against the ones. So, against the ones in the way of – with Cam Fleming playing right. as the left tackle and Connor Williams playing as the left guard. But he and uh, Tyron Crawford come on a twist stunt, and Crawford got such penetration on the play that it tied up Fleming and Williams together. And, and all of a sudden, Randy Gregory's up the field, and he reads what's happening with Crawford getting the penetration. And you talk about knife quickly, just right behind the, you know, instead of going wide in there and getting all wadded up, yep. he he hits it like Mickey says, with some with some angle and with some bend, and he's on and he's on Prescott, and Prescott throws the ball. But what happens? What happens in the secondary? They got a busted coverage on the back end, so Tavon Austin is running free. Well, it's going to be a sack. Gregory pulls up, and Gregory is on Prescott as he's. I mean, the ball's still in his hand, and Randy pulls back. So, you know, here they have – this is what we talk about with good pass rush. You bust in the secondary, but all of a sudden now you get a rusher home on a good, ex, uh, well-executed twist. Mm-hmm. But that's Randy Gregory. That's how, that's how you can use Randy Gregory. He's got that slinky, slippery way of doing things to, to get to the, uh, the quarterback. I bet you hated guys that could contort their body like that at the line of scrimmage. Oh, uh, yeah, it wasn't a good deal, man, but – who cares? <laughs> no, when I, when, I, when I look at Gregory and when I think of him, I, just, I think time is on our side. I, I really feel like he's going to give it his all in all to be on that field. And as bad as I want him on the field, I went to thinking about it the other day. I asked him, I said, hey, man, uh, how you feel? And just from being with the team and being around, man, I guess it's that anxiety. And he said, man, I'm a little bit gassed. Mm. Yeah. Uh, he don't look it. Right. He said, I'm a little bit gassed. And I said, okay, maybe the coaches do know what they're doing with the trainers and bringing them along slowly because he has lost his foundation after 18 months, that, that, endurance, that, you, that endurance that you have as a player. You know, so I, I was just glad yeah. that he was out there yesterday. Let's talk about that a little bit, though, the endurance that you talk about to play the game. Well, it, 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 Right, as you know, and, and you guys been around long enough now, every day is a build-up. You're trying to build up, and you got equity in what you do. You got money in the bank. And if you can get that basic foundation where, you, where your body, it, it's called muscle memory. Right. As quick as your body can get back to that, mm-hmm. it start building that endurance of, okay, this is what I do, this is how I recover. And your body just builds off of that year after year until you get a certain age and you're on a, on a decline. Well, he hasn't had no equity, no money in the bank, no nothing. So he's been running free, you know what I'm saying? He's just like a guy going to work out every day. When we work out every day, we're in great shape until somebody hit us. Until a grown yeah. man that's yeah. 350 yeah. pounds yeah. gets yeah. in your yeah. way. It's yeah. a difference when, you get, when you're getting hit, you know, all of that, what you, the weightlifting yeah. you've been doing, the running and sprinting, that, you ain't built up nothing. All you did was got in shape to get hit. Now you got to get in shape to, to – now you got to get hit to get to build that equity, and that's what he's missing. So there's two layers to it, right? Yes. Because he's he's getting that second layer right now. And before yes. that, Jason Garrett talked about how he needed a baseline for conditioning yes. and football movement more so than just okay, he's out here running around. 
going north-south. There's certain football movements he needed to work with the strength coach and get used to with that. Now he's got to put the pads on and get take a little pounding yeah, and come back with that. I times. mean, you know, it's like it's like a guy training for a boxing match. Yes. You can do all the shadow boxing and running you want and hit the heavy bag, but guess what? The heavy bag don't hit you back. Thank you. And, and, and you got to get used to getting hit. And and I and I you know I saw Fleming a couple times tie yeah. him up a little bit. Yeah. And yeah. it's like okay now I'm pushing 330 pounds. Right. You know that's difficult. But that's it, moving. That's moving. See that's that's what I tell you. That's moving. Dead weight is is a funny thing, man. You know you 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 can control it. I'm talking about the weight. You know it's going a certain way. A couple where it won't hurt you. But that weight out there is moving all over the place. Right. And it can hurt you, you know. But as Brian said, he was in the backfield a lot at the end of practice in yeah. that team period. He talked about the stunt, the twist there. He beat – Rico had the play of practice, the catch yeah. of practice, right? But I don't know if that would have been a catch in a game because Gregory was, was busting through that line. I can't remember if he beat Campos or Fleming off that right it edge. It was Campos. It was Campos. The, yeah. He, you can just see the natural gifts when he's out there, even in team drills. And he's added, and we've talked about it too, he's added, Nate, that, that bulk up top too. He's carrying 242 pounds, and that's, that's going to serve him well when the season starts, I think. Yeah, I think it will too. It, and and uh, on top of that, man, he's been going 18 months, so he got a, uh, 18 months of, of natural man strength. Yeah. yeah. You know, how old is he now? 22, 23? 25. 25? Yeah. So he got that full man strength now. I, I tell you, when you get a certain age, and, and y'all can attest to this, you know, you think you're strong at 21, 22, 23, until you come up against these grown men at 25, 26, 27. You start to hit your prime as a man, and that's what he's starting to hit. So he's, he's building his endurance. He's in shape. He's building his, his endurance. He's getting his foundation of hitting. And now he's got a little bit of that man strength about him. Because I'm still getting stronger. <laughs> I you hear are? You, I hear you, You're man. You're filling out? Yeah. I, I like what Jerry had to say when he was yeah, asked, do you yeah. think he can contribute against Carolina? And he said, yes, 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 I do. So that kind of gives you – when Jerry says that, that, that's not him just making stuff up. That's what he's hearing from his scouts and his assistant yeah, coaches. Yeah, here's your stupid – former personnel man sitting on the panel and I'm, it. and I'm wanting him to make the team you know I'm, I'm but no I'm wanting him to do I'm wanting him to go into the Carolina game with with some of those good twists rush some of the good one-on-one wins playing well in the preseason you know and maybe we'll get that maybe you get you know get him late in some of those games and all of a sudden when you're trying to get off the field in the two-minute warning at the end of a, the San Francisco game, you got a guy like Randy Gregory who's capable of getting to the quarterback and not allowing the ball to go tick, 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 tick down the field. Right. You know, Maybe he's a guy in the, uh, in the Arizona game when they go back to pass, you know, the game's on the line, he goes and makes that play. I wanted him to make this team by him being – by coming back and doing all the things necessary. But they're going to put him on this team, and, you know, that's that's good. How, I mean, that's good for them. How do you think they're going to – like you said, they've been kind of slow playing it. Sure. They've, been, they've give, given him a baseline. He's Now he's in the pads. How much preseason work do you guys think he gets or he needs to get ready for two Carolina? Games? Oh, I would think he's going to at least play two preseason games. Yeah. I mean, who knows? I, now, you guys tell me, because I didn't think he dressed for – the game he, he went, did he did he went on the trip he did he, dressed. he was in uniform he dressed he yeah. sure did which which means that the 
play-by-play uh, -play here, here didn't list 94 as right. one of the guys that, yeah. you know, oh, I remember looking there. down. I remember looking down at the national anthem. That's why I saw him first. Yeah. You know, all, all the Cowboys were lined up. Okay, and they, so that's a start. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Now it's now maybe you get him in for a play or two. You, not nothing extensive. Uh, you uh, you don't want to get him hurt at this point. But well, I think those last two preseason games. Well, let's see what happens this week. Yeah, maybe I mean, he's let, in. Let, let's see this week. If if he's getting more, if he's getting, if they're running eight plays in a team period, and he's playing in three of them, you know, I mean they, that's just like these other. It's just like uh, Charles Tapper and everyone else. You know, maybe they're trying to get him ready to play. I mean, if they can get against Cincinnati, they can get him the team to Carolina, the Carolina game. They can get him to third down. He's in. Yeah, Nate, yeah, don't worry about the run. Remember yeah. you last night? You're talking about Charles Haley. You have to have one or two guys on your team, and y'all had him at Green Bay. You had him everywhere. This guy, you know, yeah, okay, he he ain't a great run stopper, but let it yeah. become a passing situation. Yeah. And every team has to have that guy. Oh, you know, I understand, Coach. Oh, stop the run, <laughs> Coach. Coach, we we know we the quickest way off the field is to wreck the quarterback. Right. That's the quickest way off the field. And if you got a guy that can possibly wreck that quarterback and have him have his feet tapping and getting rid of the ball too soon, I thought they affected Garoppolo the other day with the yeah. way they were. Yeah, the, the penetration, were, the, the penetration speed, inside. Man. Even on the stuff on the boots and the I mean, if they continue to have that and then develop somebody else besides Lawrence, seventy-four. Dorrance yeah. Armstrong. Dorrance Armstrong to me is got a chance. Now the thing about Dorrance Armstrong is it's been a little bit of a too deep, get caught. Now you're right. You know, I mean, he, he's they're trying. They're really, really trying to develop him as a pass rusher, but. You know, Dorrance Armstrong, Randy Gregory, somebody help Demarcus Lawrence on that other side. If they could get somebody legitimate, if you can kick Crawford inside and let him go uh, to work and, say, Woods or whoever else you want to put at that tackle spot, Coney Ely, whoever. They tried Ely yesterday. Yeah, I mean, whoever you want to try in there inside and, they can, and, and you can get some penetration like they had the other day, Boy, that sets up stuff coming off the edge because now you've got guys occupied. You've got centers and guards occupied with inside players, and then you've got tackles one-on-one. -on -one. Single matchups. Yeah, yeah, single yep. matchups. Yep. Yeah. If you got one horse, if you got one horse, you got something special yeah. on, on your defense. If you got two horses, yeah. there's no way you can ever double. Yeah. There's, there's no way you can ever double. I look at the rounds. Well, you got Sue yeah. and you got Donald. You can turn. You can yeah. do whatever you want. It ain't going to work. If Sue feels good, and we know Donald's going to feel too, good, yeah. you, you, you don't win. All we need is somebody on the other side or at the tackle. See, when you got two horses, don't matter whether they're playing tackle or whether they're defensive ends, but if you got two horses – it ain't no turning. See, this is where David Irving. I was the just, whole I was thing, just right? going there. If you had this, him, this that's is, a second horse right oh, there. All Nate. of a sudden, if you okay, say you do get yeah. a Randy Gregory development, yeah. and now you've got okay, Crawford's playing the one, uh, Irving's inside on the three. Right. You got Lawrence on the left side, and Greg. I mean, now you're attacking him with four guys. You got power guy. You got a tall guy. You got a fast guy, and you got a guy that's got a lot in the tool belt rushing on off that other side. Mm -hmm. So okay, how do you block that? How do yeah. you account? How do you account for all that? So we done discard, discarded Malik. 
Well, I'm just saying, okay, Malik. Yeah, we didn't even yeah, mention yeah, him. Yeah. yeah. Good but point. Just, but I'm just yeah. saying, though, right. if, for what we're seeing right now. Right, right, yeah. right, now, right. But this is where David Irving and what we know about David Irving as a pass rusher, this is where the, it's a problem now. This is, you know, and, they, and this team might not be at its absolute best rushing the passer until week five. Yeah. And, and, that, and, that's, yeah. and that's, that's, a sh- that's a shame because, you know, once he gets – we all know what David Irving could do. Yeah, how he, you talk about slinky and, you know, not be blocked and get inside and attack gaps and knock passes down, capture the quarterback. We saw him do that against Green Bay. He's captured Aaron. You know, yeah, maybe Aaron Rodgers Aaron doesn't Ro- throw a deep cross in yeah. with 12 seconds to go to yeah. set up a game-winning field goal. See, that's – You know what? You know, uh, uh, David Irvin. I, yeah, I don't – I just see, don't know what his – I don't know what his – I don't know what his physical – I don't know – I don't know if he's gonna be physically ready at Game Five. No, this See. this is the scouts. This is the oh. scouts, and in my oh. office, putting my. And I'm looking right. at my personnel board, okay. and I'm, I know his tag is over here right. on the bottom corner. Right. And I'm thinking, okay, what did I just? Okay, who am I gonna rush this week? Oh gosh, I need. You know, I need that. You're, you're right, playing you're the right. Lions. You're playing the Lions. You're playing Russell Wilson. Right. You're playing teams that have these quarterbacks right. that, you know, that are that can throw from the pocket, move around. Nate brings up two <sighs> good points. One, Malik Collins, if he's healthy, when he gets back, that helps inside. Number right. two, we saw David Irving come in after a four-game suspension last year and make plays. He had seven sacks in seven, eight games, whatever yeah. it was. Yeah. But he had a training camp in a preseason last year. He doesn't have that this season. So what? That's, yeah, that, well, you don't really know. It is a wild card. Right? What kind of shape he's in? What you know? How ready is he to contribute? What, well, just after four games, just start making your plans without him. And then if you get him, it, it's gravy. Yeah, because I just don't think you can count on him right now. See, this is this is where I mean, we haven't. I, I should I shouldn't speak for you, gentlemen. I have not heard one thing about David Urban in this camp. Not one thing. Well, he's he's in California working out. Yeah. That, that was all Jerry would go, and he said, yeah. I can't talk about it. Yeah. So he refused to answer the question yesterday. Uh, you know, if you look at – if we look at our defensive line, if we, if we you know, open up our cards. That's all we need to know. And, open and, it up. And look at our defensive line. Guys you can depend on, Demarcus Lawrence. Guys you can depend on, Tyrone Crawford. Guys you can depend on, Taco Charter, for what he can give you. Guys you can depend on. Guys you can depend on. <laughs> Guys, yeah. you can depend on. Yeah. You ain't got no more names. You've huh? got yeah. some. You got some young fellows inside. Yeah, that's Woods trying. and Jahad yeah. Ward and so those guys. Trying. Yeah. So Dayton Jones has actually stepped Dayton up. Dayton Jones. Dayton yeah. Jones has been better than Ward. He has. He has. He's and and you know and now that you have, you know, with his situation and you know I, I there's got I, I felt all along there was going to be guys on this team, especially this defensive line, that was going to that were going to cut themselves. I mean, cut yeah. themselves. They were going to play, and, and and we still got games to go. But when they when it gets to the end, whoever their best nine guys are, ten guys, that'll be their best guys. Right. Yeah. The other guys, like Nate says, he named off four guys, and then he went depend on depend on. But you can't. You know, you can't. But we'll we'll know. We'll mm-hmm. we'll know if we can depend on Dorrance Armstrong by the end of this. You know, we'll know if we can depend on Randy Gregory by the end of this. I believe we'll. which is which is why these these preseason games are not just a 
nebulous exercise. They're important. That I think they're the, important to this team's growth. It's not like yeah. okay, let's put, throw them out there eight plays and everybody's out and let's put the scrubs in. This the is thing, important. The thing that separates well this said. camp from more than any camp we've seen in the last five years, and and y'all may have seen something different than me, but this is our first truly competitive camp in five years. I'm talking about offensive line and defensive line. I'm talking about the power and swiftness and athletic ability of our offensive line versus a fast athletic defensive line. Price, you know, we hear his name. Woods, we hear his name. We didn't hear that last year. Right. You know, we hear guys, you know, and, and as good as David Irvin is to all of us and how we feel about him, you know, maybe one or two of these guys can, as a unit, replace David Irvin. As a unit, I'm talking about maybe Price, maybe uh, Woods as a unit because what he does, he's a game changer. David Irvin's a game changer. So when you lack that, don't know how many teams have a game changer. Ain't many teams have game changers like David Irvin. So now we got to look who, who can give us this in a cluster. Do you feel any better about this defensive line? <clears throat> Um, then compared to last just, year, just when you came how about camp, three weeks ago? Three weeks ago. When you got on that airplane and came and landed here, did you feel better about that group now than you did when we got on that airplane? A little bit in both spots because, like you said, Dayton Jones, I thought he played well the other night. Yeah. Um, and then it's specifically a defensive end. It's always nice to have 94 out there and looking like he's making progress. But I'm with Nate. Dorrance Armstrong looks like he could be a player. And I, I'm not saying he's going to be a 10 sack guy as a rookie. But we had a mailbag question this morning. This is a good question. And why don't we get to that when we come okay, back from yeah. our break? Let's continue talking about the uh, defensive line for the Cowboys. Who's showing up? And some guys that may be surprising you, either good or bad so far on camp. By the way, the phone number, 972-497-4400. We'll be back in a moment on Talking Cowboys. Financial matters. You search how to build savings, you end up reading about the one weird ingredient from supermarkets that can make you taller. That's why Bank of America built BetterMoneyHabits.com, a safe little corner of the Internet for answering your financial questions. Full of simple videos and tips, Better Money Habits can show you how to make the most of your money without resorting to random searches that always seem to lead to unbelievable photos of childhood stars grown up. To learn more, visit BetterMoneyHabits.com. I definitely have an Instagram foodie thing, but the low-light camera on my new Samsung Galaxy S9 from AT&T is getting me a whole new world of likes and shares. Baskets of bread by candlelight, colorful fruit plates in full sun, even a dimly lit Cobb salad was recently hailed as a masterpiece. Come in now and ask how to get half off the new Samsung Galaxy S9 from AT&T. AT&T, more for your thing. That's our thing. Limited time only. See store for details or att.com slash Samsung 50. The dual aperture supports F15 mode and F24 mode. Dual aperture is installed on the rear camera. Oh, I am craving a Dr. Pepper. I got some soda. I asked not for soda. I asked for ice cold, craveable Dr. Pepper. Its flavor is more one of a kind than a foretold sloth with a thirst for speed. So stop settling for soda and start demanding Dr. Pepper. I love sloths. When you crave a Dr. Pepper, nothing else will do. Grab an ice-cold 20-ounce Dr. Pepper today. Dr. Pepper, the one you crave. To work this big land, you need equipment with values rooted as deep in Texas soil as you are. Like John Deere compact tractors with a six-year powertrain warranty and big features that help you work less so you have more time to do what you love. 
John Deere was first in the Texas fields and we're proud to be on the field as the official ag and turf equipment of the Dallas Cowboys. Find Texas size deals at myjohndeerdealer.com slash football. Terms, conditions, exclusions, and warranty limitations apply. See dealer for details. Back to Talking Cowboys. Welcome back to Oxnard, California, rolling through a Monday edition of Talking Cowboys. Final week for us out here in Oxnard. 972-497-4400 is the number if you want to give us a call. Before we get to Brad in Virginia, Brian, let's carry over your Brad's question. Brad's in, in, in my hotel room. Different Brad. Oh, okay. We could just bring him on over, get a fifth mic, and, hey, Mr. Sham, what's going on? We could. We could do that. Yeah, he would definitely be. He would be, do, he'd be good at Anytime, yeah. anytime. All right, we, we had a mailbag question on the side. By the way, check out Brian's notes, scouting notebook from Sunday's practice. A lot of good nuggets in there. Uh, who stood out at practice, maybe what didn't go so well at practice. Uh, it's on Dallas Cowboys Mobile right now. Today's mailbag question. What did you have? What did you think about that? How does Dorrance Armstrong look in camp this year compared to Taco Charlton's camp as a rookie last year? That's funny you brought that up because I was getting ready to ask the same thing. Woo! Great of minds. The panel here. What do you think, Mick? Uh, he keeps his feet a lot better than Taco kept his feet last year. That's what I said. He's natural. That's that's He's the natural. that's a this is a good this is a good scouting report. This is a good scouting <laughs> report. He's natural. See, I think that I think that Dorrance Armstrong has a better feel for how to rush the passer than Taco did. I think nothing against Taco, but to me, even though he went to school at Michigan and played some big time football, I don't think he was a natural pass rusher. Coming out, I think there was some struggle there. I think he was he was struggling with his his strength. I think he was struggling with his moves. I think he was struggling with his plan of attack. You know, he's got a better plan of attack now. Armstrong, on the other hand, is not going to give you the same move. He's not going to. He's he's a little bit more bendy. He's a little bit more flexible, and I think he's got a little bit better reach. Even though Taco's kind of. I think he's got a little bit better reach to affect ways in the pocket. He's he is better at this point. Armstrong is better than Taco was at this time last year. What do you what do you mean by he's a natural Nate? Because he, he can line up and he's looking at that defensive. He's looking at that that offensive tackle, and he may have one thing in mind. But if you kind of can mess with him, he can adjust. Mm. Yeah, he can adjust. But now his first thoughts is when he line up. You can see in his eyes, like, I'm beating you. Whereas you line up in Taco, he got up, and he listening to Leon Led. He, li- he listened to Coach Marinelli. He listening to uh, number 90. And all of a sudden, he lines up and be like, okay, out of the eight moves I just heard, which one I'm going to do? Well, it might be. Yeah. No, you're right. Like, it's like yeah. a pro golfer. Yeah. It's like, you know, it's like a golf swing. Swing it, mechanics. Yeah, swing mechanic. If you're swinging it well, nobody says a word to you. Right. You just hit the ball. If you're, like, pulling them into the woods every day, it's like you got five guys. Well, listen, you need to kind of turn your hand, and you need to take your right foot and put it back. And then the other guy comes along, no, 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 turn your hand over, open your stance this way. You know, and now you now you now you now you're really nobody. Anybody it, ever give Charles Haley advice? Uh, nah, Charles Haley cuss you. Yeah, he just cuss you. <laughs> But that's yeah. I think that's what I think that's the problem. Even though the taco there has been improvement, he does have a lot of people telling him what he needs to do. And, and you can tell when it happens to him. He gets crossed up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I mean get crossed up that you 
oh, no, here comes the rush right down the middle. You yeah. know, it's like he's like he gets caught into thinking, do I go rip-swim combination? Do I extend left arm? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's so funny because he'll go with the long arm. Right. And the next day, you know, they kind of halfway stop there. He going into a late spin, and yeah. all of a sudden he's on the ground. Yeah. He'd be like, and whereas with Darns, he just get there, and he bends that corner. Yeah. And if you get him, he'll try to grab your arm, or he'll try to push it up. I mean, it's a counter to a counter. And that's what Taco hasn't learned yet. When he learns that, yeah. which I, the scout report I read on him was he wasn't the starter his first few years. Right. But as time went on, he grew into the position. Yes. Well, it is, you may not never make it out here if you, if you don't hurry you up. better grow fast, yeah. Yeah. right? Yeah. He has looked better in this camp. I do. And like you said, more, and he more needed, moves. Num- number one, he needs to stop. If it ain't Tyron Smith, if it ain't number 71, he need, he's, he need to tell a coach, I ain't rushing against Chaz Green. I ain't rushing against number 63. There's no growth in that. Yeah. There's no growth in that. I would not. I well, the, and the thing about it, though, is he gets going and, he, like I said, he gets yeah. crossed up. He's thinking, okay, I'm going to throw this move along the way. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to set him up with the quick, you know, and I say a quick move. A quick move. He didn't have a quick move. Yeah. And he's trying to develop a quick move. If he can win on the first step, and then get you know, see th- this is what this is where I thought last against the 49ers. I wrote about this on the on, our, on my notebook today. In practice yesterday, Dak got him on a third down play on the on the read on the read option stuff. Sucked him. Sucked him down. Yeah. And like, but last week in the game, what did he do? He played his assignment. He stayed wide. He chased. Garoppolo's throwing it out of bounds. Bethard's throwing it out of bounds. But, he's, you know, he didn't get sucked down until you're thinking, ah, assignment taco, good. You know, <laughs> you know, playing my, my assignment. Yeah. But here, then you see it and you're like, oh, no. You get, but that's just, that's going to happen with him. And he, and he needs to develop more consistent. If, I think if he won, I think if he had a day where he won two or three times, say, in a row, then maybe things would flip that switch for him that he would say, okay, this is how I have to do it. You you blocked guys for years, years and years. How many moves does an edge rusher need in his toolbox? Two 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 great moves and one counter. And that counter can be whatever it need to be off of those two great moves. Okay. Because uh what 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 beats you is that freak ability, he call it bendability, yeah. flexibility. That that you can have a guy blocked, but if they got that ability to twist and turn, man, and get that arm out there, the Could right torque time, was yeah, there. man, and they get that, and they they always Richard Dent, Lawrence Taylor, Bears, Charles man. Haley, yeah. no matter how you blocked them, they always was rushing, and if you check yourself, they always be this far away from the quarterback's throwing hand. They always be this far away, and so they they continue to work you the whole game. Until that fourth quarter come, and all of a sudden you you see you that balls in the air. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're looking around it. <laughs> yeah. like, you, you hear it slap a yeah, hand. Bow, yeah. Like, yeah. Oh my God, he finally got it. Yeah, you know you thought you had him, but he had been working you. And see, it's a game plan. That's what number ninety has now. He has a game plan. Oh yeah, yeah, it's clear he does. Yeah, you can see it. It, it doesn't. It, he's not affected by whoever he rushes against. Right. He's just as good at seventy as he is against seventy-seven. Or set a game plan, man. I mean, it's like it's like a pitcher, right? Yeah. You don't need eight pitches. You throw a fastball, curveball, changeup, maybe a good slider. It's right? all about yeah. a hard slider. You yeah. can do that. Right. You're going to succeed. I don't need a knuckleball. I don't need the slurve or any of that 
sinker. If my fastball's good, then I'm good, right? And then not everything else works off of that. So if you got the ability to come off that edge like that, then they've got to be conscious of that, and then you come up with your other moves. Offensive linemen hate not having hitting surface. Yes. they Because they, that's all about their hands. If you make an offensive lineman feel uncomfortable with his hands. I like 52. Yes. Then, mm. yeah, with, with Connor Williams. If you make him feel uncomfortable, and that's where he was talking about the guys like Taylor, Dent, you know, those guys, yeah. uh, DeMarcus Ware. You don't give them a place to put their hands. That's tough because they're always like, oh, they're still rushing. You know, I, I can't, you know, you never slow the rush down. That's where that verb bend comes in. The bend, yeah. you know, and if you, like I said, the good ones can get really small. Yeah. And all of a sudden, you're missing with that hand off a shoulder pad. Now he's on you. Oh, wait, I've got to get my left hand. Now, oh, wait, now he's by me with that hand. You make offensive linemen uncomfortable with their hand placement, you can affect the way they block, and the good ones can do that. And you know what? I don't know if this was by design or they were just running plays on offense, but when Gregory was out there after a couple plays, the tight ends started lining up on his side. Right. They did. They started chipping him. Did you see that? Yes, yeah. and that's when they ran that's the twist, I believe. Right? Yeah. Didn't they loop yeah. him inside yeah. after that? Yeah. yeah. Great observation because Garrett told us that. Hey, we're going to go bone on bone and just put, run football plays right. out there. And that's when we – I think for three periods it was just straight team – you know, you throw your defense out there, we'll throw our offense out there, and we'll, we'll compete a little bit. He does, and Randy has that gift, that bend to be yeah. able to, yeah, become a small target. I, I did not see him in one-on-ones yesterday, Nate. No, I'm looking forward did, to that. I thought he did one or two. Uh, did he? No, say, no? no. I thought he took uh, one turn. Did he not do one I don't, turn? No, I don't remember. And then they took no, him out? No. He, me, he padded up with his helmet like he was going to get one, and I, I, I saw the backup bit. Okay. Know. Michael Gallup. And I'm just using this, our third-round pick. He has positioned himself where there's nowhere in the world you cannot give him a bunch of uh, opportunities when the real when the season starts. Nowhere in the world you cannot give him opportunities. He's positioning himself like that. Right now, this kid, Armstrong, is positioning himself where you cannot – Pass him up against some kind. If he keep going the way he's going, like Michael Gallup is going the way, I you, agree. So he's the you, defensive version yeah. of how yeah. Michael going, Gallup. That's yeah. a good point. And see, that's why. That's why earning reps. That's why yeah. I'm so excited because you said it when we got off the plane or when y'all got off the plane and I drove up. <laughs> when you got out the car, yeah, <laughs> we was like, wow, our defensive line gonna get killed. And from the very first day, everything changed. From the very first day, when they first got together and did their version of what they call the inside run, and I said, man, who is number 64? Wow, number 92 is doing a good job. Yeah. And, 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 and it hasn't changed. So when I look at this kid, Armstrong, I'm saying now, and Broadus, you gave him a good grade, and I listened to you that day. I'm like, Broadus like this dude. He like his hand placement. Yeah. I said, I'm going to watch this kid. That was my guy coming into camp. This guy is not disappointed. Yeah. He's not disappointed now. Let's see how the games play out. And I know he may not play a much in the third game, but you cannot have him. I would be highly disappointed. That, well, he's inactive. What? Really? Yeah. No, and because yeah. and, no one else has really stepped up. And, yeah, that's and, and to, well said. And to, you know, yeah. echo that is they started moving Ely inside because right. he really hasn't shown the speed on the outside to play uh, the defensive end spot. So not to change the subject, but somebody else I thought – is starting to step up in a very needy position is Kadeem Edwards. 
Have you guys – Took some reps with Marcus Martin out last yeah. couple days, some additional reps. Did not Did he not – was it three straight reps in the compete yes. drill yesterday? Yeah. Who was it against? He was uh, 568, wasn't it? It was it – was, was it was Ely? It 68. I think it was, it was Cody Ely. Ely. It was Cody, Cody Ely. Yeah, Cody Ely. Ely. Yeah, yeah, they would get nothing. It was Ely. Yeah. Yeah, they and, he, and, he, and he won all three. It was the first compete of, I remember, of the practice. I remember. That's great. Kadeem Edwards working at guard. Yeah. yeah. I, I, great eye by Mickey there because I noticed in the one-on-one, Mark Colombo is like, that's it. You know what I mean? Like, he does a good set. He's not off balance. He, everything works. And then Colombo, like, you know, he has a good rep. And Mark Colombo, the, the assistant line coach, goes over, hits him on the back, goes, that's it. That's what you got to do right there. That's perfect. You know, and he's encouraging him. And so, you know, build the guy up. As long as, like you say, he's having good reps, he is playing an important position. But Because, Nate, I'll tell you what, but, after him, you're the next best guard out there. Yeah. No, no, I, I just do not. He's not me and Broaddus, No, me and Broaddus have went through this with other guys. <laughs> and, and that is another guy I have to, I have to see play because what I've – become accustomed to now in, in the modern day era is I'm serious <laughs> in the modern day era is a lot of guys don't practice well yeah. I don't they play better in the game yeah and so I gotta see in it, the game yeah he, I think he's I think the thing that yeah. you and I've seen is the strength yeah oh. that's that's the thing and it's easy for those guards to you can tell if a guard doesn't have strength, strength quickly yeah. Quickly, but but compared to what else they got behind them, brother, he, I'm not he, arg- I'm not arguing. <laughs> no, that. I'm, I'm not saying, arguing. I'm just that. saying. I'm not Mickey's right. Yeah. You, he, yeah. Is, yeah. he is you, the you, eighth lineman on this that's, team. That's, that's you right. might have to get to ninety right. and, you know, September first and say, okay, let me see what else is out there because yeah. Martin's not playing, regardless yeah. if he has surgery or not. He, he's he, out for he's, a while. I mean, Collins Collins was in the same boat. Lyle was, and then eventually had surgery. Was it two years ago? Two years ago. Two years, two years ago. God, the years just run together. He had the torn ligament in his toe. Chicago Bear game. They yeah. debated whether to have surgery. He ultimately had surgery. He didn't play again the rest of the year. And see, and the only reason he's not having surgery right away is he, he went for a second opinion. But even if the second opinion says you don't need surgery, <laughs> it's like you, you can't play with that He went for a second of what? Opinion. He, he need to have surgery. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's not like the doctor made a mistake, right? All right, I've been making it's Brad like – Go ahead, Nate. No, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, negative. We don't need to do that. We got a, a guy. <laughs> over there. We got a guy over there analyzing us. I don't want to be too negative. Jerry, Jerry, analyze you right now. You just be honest. Don't worry about being negative. Jerry will tell you if you're not doing oh, it right. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I, I'm not, hey, I, I believe this. In, in, in today's, you don't. Ha- when I played, you had five, six weeks to get in shape. You don't have five or six weeks to get in shape because you spend your first five weeks before you come to camp getting out of shape. So by the time you get back in shape, camp is over and you have not helped your team. Whereas when I played, you had five or six weeks to get in shape. So, Martin? No. No. You know know who else has fallen into that category? Who is that? Noah Brown. Noah Brown. He's going to get left behind. Yeah. No, he's, he's gotten back in and pads, no, and but he's Noah still not showed doing some stuff last year. He yeah. showed some toughness last year, but Let's, he didn't show what Lance Lenore showed. He's sh- and fourteen showing up. Let's grab Brad in Virginia. Thanks for holding before we go to the next break. What's up, Brad? Hello, big fan, y'all. Um, Thank my you. Question is: uh, Is Joe Looney? I like seeing. I like seeing what I'm seeing out of him. Is he ever getting a chance? Maybe competing with the uh, guard spot there with uh, Collins. Or is he just mainly uh, going to be the backup center? 
Thank you, and you all take care. God bless. Thank you. Thanks, Brad. Probably well, talking I, about Connor Williams, maybe? Maybe. I, I think he's the backup center guard. Yes. I, it's a valuable position. It is a really valuable position. I mean, position. it's just like last year when we talked about how valuable the backup tackle was going to be, right? And it was invaluable because they didn't have anybody. Joe Looney was your starting. He was with the ones yesterday. It was a veteran day for Travis Frederick. So Travis Frederick did not participate. So Joe Looney in and they they went to their offense like they do. Let's pull the center. Let's pull Martin. Let's I'm pull you, Williams. Let's pull, you know, that's where I, I that's he. Nate, was, you he can't was call him Looney Tunes anymore. Joe Looney is, he, without a doubt, he's our sixth best guy. Yeah, yeah, and he's our oh, sixth best yeah. guy without a doubt. I mean, uh, he he, this dude two three years ago, I I, I got through training camp off him. Because he, <laughs> he, he was so funny to watch, and <laughs> I'm like, how is he gonna make the team? And but he's it, taking things a little bit more seriously. Oh, man, I think, the with last the way two the, years, he's man. reconditioned yeah, his body, yeah. and, and, we, like, and wow. one of the, one of the best reconditioned bodies I think I've yeah. ever seen was with Ron Leary. If we all remember, Ron yeah. Leary lost his job. Yeah. And then, you know, with Collins, and then what happened? Collins gets hurt, Ron Leary comes in, and they never Miss go back. Beat. They yeah. never go back to to Collins at that wow. spot. And that's, I think, what Joe Looney has done is he has slimmed down. His mobility is better. He's got to work on the high snaps. We've seen some of those. You don't want that to happen in the game. No problem when he – never mind, I was going to crack nope. a joke. Go ahead, go ahead. But I, I think I think that I, Nate's right. He's the but okay. So your seventh best is your is Fleming your seventh best lineman. Yeah. Okay. Then I your eighth so. best lineman is do we say Kadeem Edwards at, at this point? At this point. Who, yeah. who are the other options? See now, we got here. Yeah. Go okay. ahead. And I mean, well, it's no, it's Chaz Green. Okay, let me ask Chaz you. Chaz Green. You guys talk to a lot of people. You guys talk to a lot of people uh, in this at work in this front office and coaching staff and all that. What are you hearing about Chaz Green other than what Garrett said to us yesterday? Is is Chaz Green now? They hey, we're pulling for Chaz Green, but we know what Chaz Green is, and it's not good enough. I asked the question yesterday uh, if there's any thoughts of moving him back to guard since your guard depth has diminished, and I got the head shake, and it was yeah. like, mm, I think he's a better tackle. I'm yeah. not sure he's a guard. Yeah. So, so as a tackle, so he can't make them. He he is not playing well enough for them to have to keep him well, instead of a, a Kadeem Edwards. Well, we talked about this last year, right? Oh, they, absolutely. They, they, they at this point. They yeah. tried him at guard last year oh, yeah. and decided yeah, and they, oh, it was not going to keep him at tackle. Yeah, right. And I think, you well, know, no, at this point. If you remember, he, he won started, his starting he job. He started some games. And then he got hurt, and they they put the um, – Byron Bell or – No, no. The other guard in there that played wasn't very good, uh, Cooper. Cooper. Jonathan Cooper. Cooper. And then when he came back, they decided, well, we could live with Cooper because we need a backup swing tackle. That's more important. And then he got his opportunity and his confidence was right down his leg. Yeah, he was shattered. So So now you've invested trying to build him back up at tackle. I don't think you want to take him back. But look at it this way. You, you would like that other tackle to be a developmental spot on your 53-man roster. Compost but have you seen like that. anybody that's worth developing? Maybe a practice squad type guy, yeah. right, potentially? You know, I, I, I sit there. I, I'm hopeful that somebody tries to sneak somebody through and that this pro department has been on it that the Jets tried to move this guy in or the, like they're trying to – the Buccaneers are trying to sneak this guy and you're willing to claim that that ninth guy. I mean, guy. look at who's the next guy up. Or now. Eighth the guard guy. is Stanton. 
Yeah. yeah. He's not been you know, very good either. 63. One, one thing we can rest assured is every day we get that same old thing. Mama. Mama. <laughs> <laughs> He's in there too. Yeah. Number 69. Mama. I'm going to tell you something. For for a group of guys that I know I was I was high on. Martin, Fleming, uh, Joe, Looney. I'm, I'm like, okay, we got, we have addressed they it. They fixed Along it. Along with yeah. Connor, we, and, I, and I knew he was gonna struggle a little bit with Connor, but I'm like, okay, we fixed this. And saying, wow, man, we don't have no linebackers. Uh, yeah. Now we saying, boy, our linebackers looking pretty. Good. Let me ask you this. <laughs> that's right, and you're wondering. <laughs> yeah, who's yeah. Right. that's a, that's a good question. Yeah. Let's. You want to hit it after break? What yeah, do you, because, what do you got? Because I, I want I want is the linebackers the second best position on this? Yeah, game? we I'm talked like, about it at dinner last night. Yeah. And uh, the answer yeah. is we'll, after the break. We'll get it on talking Cowboys next. Cowboys fans know that the second best of anything simply won't cut it, and your skincare should be no different. A longtime locker room favorite of the players and the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys, Dallas-based Jack Black, is the number one best-selling men's skincare brand in the country because we make products that help guys look, smell, and feel better. Visit GetJackBlack.com Cowboys to get $10 off your first order of $50 or more. Jack Black, look good, smell good, feel good. Official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys. Star Sports Tours is the only official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys, offering exclusive game weekend travel packages with sideline access and photo ops with current players, alumni, and cheerleaders. That's not all, though. You'll get to talk X's and O's with Senior Director of Player Personnel, Will McClay, and, of course, with yours truly, me, Brian Broaddus. You can trust the official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys, and with us, you'll travel like a pro. Visit CowboysTravel.com to book your travel package today. Before there was a draft, you could size up a cowboy by three simple factors. The crease in his hat, the bend of his brim, and his unbending attitude. A man Stetson didn't just protect him from what life threw at him. It projected a rugged, unstoppable spirit. Stetson hats are still American-made with pride right here in Texas. They're still the unofficial crown of all self-respecting cowboys. And Stetson is proud to be on the field with America's team. Find a retailer nearest you at stetson.com slash cowboys. I definitely have an Instagram foodie thing, but the low-light camera on my new Samsung Galaxy S9 from AT&T is getting me a whole new world of likes and shares. Baskets of bread by candlelight, colorful fruit plates in full sun, even a dimly lit Cobb salad was recently hailed as a masterpiece. Come in now and ask how to get half off the new Samsung Galaxy S9 from AT&T. AT&T, more for your thing. That's our thing. Limited time only. See store for details or att.com slash Samsung 50. The dual aperture supports F15 mode and F24 mode. Dual aperture is installed on the rear camera. Back to Talking Cowboys. Just a few minutes left on a Monday edition of Talking Cowboys. If you want to squeeze in a phone call before we get out of here, 972-497-4400. But Brian got a question for us based off of dinner last night. Yeah, we, got? we were all sitting around. It's funny how dinner for us is at 9 o'clock at night. Now. <laughs> it's 11 Central <laughs> back yeah, home. Yeah, 11 Central, we're eating yeah. dinner. Uh, the, the question at the table was, the, the, if, you, the, if, the, if you, everybody feels like, and I'm, again, not putting words in everybody's mouth, but if you feel like the offensive line is their best position, what is the second best position? You know, people were saying, okay, maybe it's the corners, maybe it's the, uh, maybe it's the defense line, whatever you think. I, I think it's the linebackers. If you watch the play of the linebackers, I think it's the second best position uh, player to player 
of the of the groups that we have out here. And I was wondering what you gentlemen, Mickey, I'll start with My you. My answer last night was linebacker. Yeah. Because I think the depth is so much better than it was last year just better because players. of Joe Thomas. Yeah. I mean, Joe Thomas looks like he is a player. And then you got your first-round draft choice to add to that because last year after you got past Hitchens, and if Hitchens was starting, then you really didn't have anything uh, behind it. So, uh, And I think – with Sean Lee on the field, and we haven't seen a lot of Sean Lee, right? That's and right. He got back into teamwork this past last weekend. couple right. days. Last yeah. couple days. Right. And before that, you're looking at the linebackers going, okay, Jalen Smith looks like a different guy. Uh, Damian Wilson, once Sean Lee gets on the field, is a different guy. Uh, and and they've, they've got some, some depth there, I think. Guys that can do more than play special teams. I wouldn't have said this, or I wouldn't have agreed with you going into camp, Brian. And I'm not sure. We'll see what you think, but. Joe Thomas is the key for me because the question going into is, okay, you drafted Leighton Vander Esch. You're going to bring him along. He's going to be a middle linebacker for you. Do you have a guy like Hitchens who can play multiple spots and fill in if needed? And Joe Thomas is the one eating up these reps when Sean Lee's getting rest days. He's a, you know? be he's a better Anthony Hitchens at will linebacker. At that makes will. Sense? Does yes. that make sense? Yeah. Yes. It, you know, Anthony Hitchens as a Mike, I love. Anthony Hitchens as a will, I'm thinking – Mm, maybe not as much, but he's still yeah, he's still serviceable. Uh, yeah, serviceable is a very good word. I think you plug in Joe Thomas at that will and you don't miss a beat. And I mean that in respect to you know, it's not a huge gap. It's not and I know it's terrible radio to hold your hands up if you're watching. Yeah, we got cameras but, here. Yeah, I got cameras, but you might be not you might be driving home like Nate and you know, you're listening to me. I'm holding my hands up a foot <laughs> apart. You know, there's not that huge gap. I think that I think the Joe Thomas edition in the stack position, in stack, not in the wide. Yeah, in the stack. But I think the the <laughs> <laughs> thanks for clarifying that. Yes. But but this might be one of those additions that we look back on at the end of the year and say, oh, Tavon Austin, Joe Thomas. You know where was you know Chris Richard? Who was the who was the difference maker for this football team? Yeah. I think that's I I, I and I like March Lillard. I like Justin March Lillard as well. I, I think they've got some good guys at that spot. And, and it's a shame that he he got sick, but Covington was. He's back out there today. Yeah, right? yeah. He's back out there now. He's got a Nate, time. You doing some math over there? No, and, and see, he's I, trying to figure I, out. I, I got our first six offensive linemen, and I and I think I got our first six. But I, I'm I'm telling you, you, you said it. That Joe Thomas is a will, but I promise you, if, if we need a Mike. He'll sit there. He'll sit. He'll play Mike, yeah. Because when me and Broaddus is watching film on him, Mick and Rob, he makes the plays he's he's supposed to make. If you make a mistake, that play turns into what he's supposed to make into a big play. He's always around the ball, the tip ball by Kayvon Frazier. He makes the plays he's supposed to make, and if you make a mistake, he'll make a bigger play. See, this is where, and yesterday, too, on my on, my, on the notebook this morning, I wrote about, if you saw late, they had a, a compete period with the young guys, but he happened to be on the field for the for the defense. Well, they try and throw a slant inside to Junie, you know, and it's, it's Mike White. He tried to throw the slant, and what happens? Uh, Thomas reads the slant, drops, and now you got length going in the air. Right. To fly. I can't remember the last time I've seen a outside linebacker read to defend the slant. You know, and White's gonna. I mean, there's gonna be a catch because they've Duke Thomas is beat to the inside. Right. They're right. gonna they're gonna get this slant. 
Now, say Mike White might have held the ball. We've, you know, we've, that's kind of a documented thing right now. But when you see an outside linebacker defend the slant and knock a ball away, that's a guy that's locked in and playing well. You see, and that, that was the part a lot last year when we would try to say how they were doubling Dez. Well, one of the things they were doing right, buzz was that outside linebacker, linebacker buzz, him. buzz him yeah. out, mm-hmm. and then Dez, is, he, 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 he's chopped meat there. Yeah. He, he can't run that route. So that's how you can double a linebacker, I mean a wide receiver. What do you think, Nate? Offensive line play. <laughs> Pass that stunt. Well, my issue is this here. He's going to say when, – when, Are they better than the line? Ha- if something happened to Sean Lee, the first guy ain't our first-round pick. At this point, yeah, it's yeah, Joe Thomas, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah, you're right about that. Yeah, it, 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 as much but as – But he's been playing – They've been moving him they over. Did they did give him some snaps yeah, now will, on the outside. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. yeah. And see, my, my issue is. And in nickel. My issue is, is this team tough enough to say, at this time, Leighton, we love you. <laughs> but what Joe doing is a little bit better. I mean, it's always been uh, that first round, second round, yeah. third round. And then, you know me now, if I figure it got better, then I go with the better guy. But if, if Leighton this much behind him, oh, I'm going with Leighton. Yeah. But this guy has separated himself. Are you showing your hands? Every, yeah, yeah. Stacked? Uh, no, I'm, I'm one in front of each other stacked. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you agree or disagree? The, second, the best linebacker on that field for the Cowboys the other night I felt was number 48. If I had to play the Carolina Panthers and something happened to Sean Lee, Sean Lee or Jalen Smith, I'm putting Joe Thomas that, on that I, field. That's Ooh. what I'm saying. Okay. He's okay. that – he's Marais, played, trust. He's trust. He, no, bro, he's not only trust. He's played better. And, by the way, this so is – So, why do you play. think he was available? This is By I the way, know. this is – Scouts are idiots. Seriously. No, okay. Watch the documentary. We had three 5-11 seasons in a row. We messed that thing up other, badly. Other factors behind, besides that. But that, this was a guy, a Joe Thomas, question. by the way, who was on this Cowboys practice squad, what, a couple years ago, Got man? signed off it. Yeah, to the Green Bay. He, yeah. he, he played a 3-4 scheme with the Packers. You get him in a 4-3. not a big guy. You're not he, a big guy. Yeah, where's he playing in a 3-4? They play him inside? They played him inside, yeah. Inside backer. Wow, he, man. Matter of fact, he played against Carolina. One of the tapes I watched was him playing Carolina. And how the heck? I mean, he was blowing people up in that game. He's a I mean, physical he, guy. He, he ain't on Sam Mills, though. No. <laughs> Sam, Sam Mills played at 3-4. That little yeah, – uh, The that mouse. Oh, man. The guy's hard to block. Yeah, he was. Couldn't find he, him. He was. He was a center block. I mean, he's like a center <laughs> block. He's built like a center block. In that best yeah. position argument, besides the O-line, is, it a, cop, is it a cop-out to say running back <laughs> with Zeke? Because not just Zeke. Well, Rod Smith is looking – is having a terrific camp. He looked good in that first series. And I think, you know, he provides some right. depth for Zeke and he throw in table on you know if you want to use him go, as a back. Okay, just go four for four then. Go okay. four go four running backs, four linebackers, four cor- go four cornerbacks. Okay. What's with the flies today? I don't know. That's, Let me I ask you this question. Distracted? What, 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 y'all give yeah. guys stars, right? Y'all give yeah. guys stars. Every so are they? Day. Man of the match. Yeah, yeah, man of the match. Man of the match. And I, I am so shocked nobody's given Zeke a star yet. Have we not? No, nobody's taking probably for not because we take it for Zeke, granted. Yeah, right? taking for granted. Well, the thing with Zeke is they did you ju- see that double move? Oh, the yesterday? double move is the, the, the hop, the hop, and oh, the I, wrote, hop. I wrote about it. I wrote hop, about it. Hop yeah. out. Did you give him a star though? I did not. Man, I, I, I gave Gregory a star. Did any? Yesterday. Did any of the running? But backs? eight of y'all gave Gregory stars. <laughs> not me. 
I stopped reading because everybody <laughs> gave him a star. All right, star. you know what? No matter what happens today, I'm giving Zeke a star. All right, yeah, you good they, with that? I'm All good right, with that. that. Has that's a running back got a star yet? I think yeah, you're getting I, Rod, Rod Smith. Smith. I had Rod Smith. That's it. Yeah. yeah. All right, you know, Bo Scarbo's been nice. Yeah. I gave him a star yesterday. He was my man of the match. Yeah, he gave him a, after he got blew by on a, on a pass. No, rush, no, 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 no. I, I, but did his pass rush? The the one on one pass rush was bad, and then he and then something clicked, and then yeah. he did compete. See, yeah, and he, did he real got well. the. He did real well. Uh-huh. Yeah, nice. he did. Yeah, nice. so I gave man of the match. There yeah. you go. Yeah, yeah. Check out our man of the match series. It's really called Camp Star. Well, they have, they have a, they have I'm going to send mine in. I'm sending mine they in early. Get Zeke one. It's right, going to we'll be Zeke. All Let's right. get one more call before we get out of here. Scott in North Carolina. You're up next on Talking Cowboys. Morning, guys. Hey, Scott. Hey, first off, as a longtime Cowboy fan, I want to thank Nate especially for uh, all the joy that he, him and his teammates brought me uh, while watching his uh, games back. on Armed Forces TV, being away from home and that was just such a joy to me. Thank you for that. You're welcome. Uh, my back. question is about coaching. Uh, how does coaching uh, affect the player? Say, you know, there's a lot of uh, excitement about Chris Richard. My question is, say, for example, Nate, if you had been in Washington, would you have been the same player? Would the coaches made you the same player? I'd have been and with Joe Gibbs. Yeah, listening? yeah, I'd have been with Joe Gibbs. They had a great uh, Joe Bugle. They had a great Joe Bugle can staff. coach it up. They had a hey, great coaching staff. Yeah, I'd have been with it. But they didn't keep you. They didn't keep me because they had the hogs, baby. I was yeah, <laughs> I was hogish, but not a hog. <laughs> you were a piglet. Yeah, you but I was a hog. <laughs> yeah, but I was one of their hogs. I couldn't wall in their mud. That yeah. was that was a big at the time. That's a big athletic group with yes, all the counter was. trace stuff yeah. that they ran, right? Oh man, Joe Jacoby, man, out of Louisville. I think it was a, what, a free agent. Yeah. And, you know, Russ Grimm, second round pick who was always mad at Mark May because he had won the, yeah. the big a- trophy. Outland, the, Outland, trophy yeah. So wow. That was a good group. Joe yeah. Bostick at center. Yeah, did I can't Joe ba- they had a, yeah. they had athletes. I mean that for big men yeah, they were yeah. athletes. Yeah, so, they were. Yeah. But 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 coaching though, it does make a difference out it, here. Oh it? it does, man. You as a coach, you want to do everything to help your player be the best he can be. You want to be able the, – the difference is if you can see who your players are. If a scout – you say, hey, brother, this type of player I want. I go get this player. I find out what he can and cannot do. That, that's, that is what a good coach does and helps you through those weak times. You know, exempl- uh, blows up your, your, your good part but, but helps you through the bad parts. That's what Chris doing out there. Yeah, and we'll That's see. That's what Chris doing. And Been we'll, consistent. Been yeah. consistent yeah. throughout. We'll see more of that this afternoon. Another sure. practice in the afternoon for your Dallas Cowboys from Oxnard, California. Thank you, Nate, for joining us. Nate, safe, happy. I got, I got safe, another show to do. Safe travel. Happy trails. No, I got another show to do. Okay, and then have a safe trip back. And we'll see you guys Wednesday on Talking Cowboys. Thanks to Brian. Thanks to Mickey. They're going to, to the for beach tomorrow. They don't have time for y'all. See you guys then. <laughs> this has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!